Good evening. Welcome to the Slap Horror Show. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. And as we know why we do it on a Friday night, but I'll have to explain it. Friday night is horror night. And for our guest tonight, I'll explain to you why. On a Friday night at 10 o'clock, we used to have a channel called Channel 4. They used to play the classics after the watershed on free-to-air TV. It was great. So we put this out on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. I love hence it. Why, hence why Friday night is horror night. I love and it. It's, yeah, a little tribute to that. That all yeah. stopped though. And when Sky really became big and you had horror channels all the time then. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. It's nostalgic. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the lads are off again with work and whatnot. But sure, here we go again. <laughs> Tonight, I am joined from someone else from across the pond a scream queen in her own right um star of harlow's haunt and upcoming movie by friend of the show jake robinson in memory card this is miss crystal gorski how are you i'm good how are you thank you for Not having me thanks for taking the time out of your day to come on yeah of course i mean say i did tell you not to be out running because I don't, I don't want someone being eaten alive. <laughs> I know what's in them woods out there. <laughs> the, the woods here are really creepy too, because there's like, it's a dirt road in the back when we first met, um, you, you saw, like, it's it's creepy. It's like pitch black and foggy. Yeah, best of luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> See, Ireland's fine. There's not any animals here that can kill you. A badger might attack you, but that's about it. Oh, wow. Like, Florida is trying to kill you. The bugs are trying to kill you. The animals, there's coyotes and, like, snakes. And just, just think about everything. And then we have a lot of uh, just horror stuff out here. <laughs> so. Well, like, the very first time I went to Florida, I went over golfing. And on the first tee, there was a big, huge sign that says, there are alligators, there are poisonous snakes, there are mountain <laughs> lions. Please be careful. I was yep. like, great. Mm-hmm. Best believe yeah. every ball went straight down the middle. And if it didn't, it got left behind. The best golf game you've ever played because you didn't want to go in the forest. Well, see, reptiles, reptiles and stuff don't bother me, but I'd rather not be running into a mountain lion or a bear or something that I'm not supposed to. Yep. There's a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah. It could be worse. It could be Australia where absolutely everything is trying to kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard Australia is the worst. Yeah. Well, I mean, kangaroos try and drown you crazy so, that's just nuts they wow. stand in water trying to bay you in and then try and drown you so i didn't I'm, know that i'm all i'm all out <laughs> <laughs> i'm staying away from there for now i'm happy enough to uh to stay here where it's nice and safe and the worst thing is maybe an odd spider but that's about it <laughs> What kind of, do you get like big nasty spiders out there? Because we get some really weird spiders out here. Ooh, I think there's only one poisonous spider in Ireland and that's the false widow. But okay. that's not entirely the worst thing in the world. Um, it's some big giant house spiders, but they're nothing. <laughs> they're nothing. They're, they're just creepy looking. 
<laughs> they, they keep the bugs away. They're fine, but they're big. Yeah. I don't mind that. If, if a spider's, like, in the corner minding his own business, I'll leave him alone. But if he's trying to, like, attack me from across the room, like, if he's running at me, like, I gotta run away. You know? Spray, spray it with perfume. That's, that'll kill him, though. Like, I don't like killing, I don't like killing anything, so... Here's me screaming, trying to catch a spider in a cup, trying to throw him outside. Um, so like I'm deathly afraid, but I also don't want to kill it. <laughs> it's uh, that doesn't kill them. It only disorientates them. You think so? Some perfume. It's like poison. I don't know. I'll try it. If no, it kills it's, them, it's like, it's like, it's, like it's like catnip for cats. It's like catnip. <laughs> but uh, that's that's a conversation for a different podcast or a different yes. time. Uh, I kill spiders. You stand on them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but let's let's talk about you. So, how did you get started in acting? Um, well, I, I started back in 2021. I, I was actually diagnosed with cancer in 2019, breast cancer, and um, I really took a lot of time going through like treatment, thinking about like what what I hadn't done in life and what I wanted to do and. Um, you know, there were points when I was like, well, am I going to make it through this? And if I do, what am I going to do differently? How would I change things? And um, I ended up uh, getting through treatment and being cancer free. They call it NED, no evidence. Awesome. Disease. Yeah. So I had my, my three year anniversary last year. It'll be four years in July since they removed it. Um, it took me a while to kind of recover. But while I was recovering, I started thinking like, OK, what am I going to do? And um, we had been running a business before that, a computer company since 2014, and I, I hate IT. I'm in IT, um, you know, on the side from this, and it's just so boring. So I'm like, okay, um, that's it. I'm I'm done doing everything else. I'm dropping everything, and I'm gonna do what I've always wanted to do, and that's work in film and TV. Um, and I took a class, and I got headshots, and I started submitting myself, and I got my first couple of roles and some stuff out here, and got an agent, and just keep submitting, submitting more agents all across the United States, and um, here I am. I'm making films. So, yeah. Like a champ. Yeah, yeah. Every day, I I work on it every single day. So, I love it. Well, well, I didn't expect that conversation to start the way it did, but that's great news. So, no matter what happens, you're a winner in in, in everyone's eyes. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. So, def definitely uh, changes your outlook on life. You know, so. Every day is um, is fun and exciting. Every day you wake up, so absolutely. I, most of it. Yeah. I used to work with it. I used to work with a girl that says, well, "If you can go like this and you don't feel a wooden box, you're doing well." <laughs> I, I was like, like that one. I was like, I suppose it's, it's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. But if yeah. you wake up and you do that and you feel a wooden box, you might be in some trouble. <laughs> that, that could be a movie. There was one. You know? Remember Ryan Reynolds done a called Buried. Yes. Yes, that I remember terrible. that. Buried Alive too was back in like the eighties or something like that. That yeah. was I think that I think Buried was kind of based off of that. How creepy. That's just I don't want to go out that way either. <laughs> they do it they do it and kill Bill as well. Yeah. She got out of that though, because she's a badass. So Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Um but that's only a movie badass. You beat cancer. That's yes. even bigger. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, F cancer. I don't know if I can swear on the podcast. So. You you can you can do almost anything on this podcast. Okay. It's just certain words that we can't use. Okay, sounds good. One, one of which might get you banned from ever getting a job. But. Oh gosh, yeah, I don't say those kind of words anyways. That's I'm I'm too positive of a person. 
I do a lot of mindfulness. So I work with, um, I don't know if you know Maude Hurst, but she's got her Ener Energy Rise uh, program. She was actually an actress on Vikings. Um, she no longer is in the business and she does uh, mindfulness coaching, yoga and meditation. And I started working with her about 13 months ago and just life-changing. Her program's life-changing. And um, really, you're about to see Cat Tail in a second. Come here, Alexa. Um, she just, she really teaches you how to connect um, your mind and your body and really ground yourself. And I just feel like so much more of a positive, bright aura now um, since really connecting, you know, like it, it's just amazing. So I would recommend it to anybody. Sorry to kind of go off on that tangent, but I love you, Maude. As I said, when it, when things aren't scripted, anything can come out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know one yoga program, and that was DDP's yoga. Okay. He's a professional wrestler that turned into a yoga instructor. See, like, there's just something about it. It's really just. It's it's amazing. I I just I would recommend it to anybody. You know, whether or not you you need. If you think you need it, you need it anyways, because everybody has those times in their day where they're like, okay, breathe, because something is overwhelming or something is stressing you. And when you just take a minute, even just five minutes for yourself to kind of just breathe through it, kind of feel into it and reground yourself, the, the whole experience changes, your whole outlook. So That's fair. Uh, yeah. I've never done yoga, never even thought about doing yoga, so yeah. I can yeah. I can only agree with you. Yeah, yeah, just you could put a little meditation music on and, um, you know, just take a few minutes to breathe and just feel into your heart space and, and just connect with yourself. It's very, very I, uh, I'm far too twitchy to, to sit and meditate. <laughs> yeah, I can't sit still. Like, even now... Like my cat, huh? She's... Even now, I'm sitting here and my legs are going. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but such is life. Yes, yes. Um, so, as it says, you can see over your shoulder there the poster for Harlow's Haunt. That's yes. obviously that's obviously the big one so far. Yes, this is the big one. Um, this is a movie by Terry Gerald here in Florida, um, and starring John Dugan. Obviously, um, he is my scene partner in the film. There are um, two different timelines. There's 1920s and then present day cast, and John and I are in the 1920s. Uh, the, the the entire cast is just phenomenal. Um, Amy Rolfson, she is amazing. Um, I, I would love to work with her on every project in the world if I could, because she's just got amazing energy. But um, Terry's great. He wrote a great script. Um, the film came out incredible. John is just something different. You know who John Dugan is, right? He's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Papa Sawyer, the original. How, how, how could you not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So anybody who doesn't shouldn't be watching the show. But um, yeah, John was, he was something else to work with. Um, when they when they cut our scene, it was silent. And John and I looked at each other like, oh my God, what did we screw up? You know, like, what, what did we do wrong? And everybody was like, wow. I'm like, what? Like, what, did we miss a whole like section of the script? Because Terry wrote this script and he wrote literally pages upon pages upon pages of dialogue for John and I for our scene. And when I say it, it was like literally seven pages of paragraphs and I would have three pages, then John would have two pages, then I would have a page. Like we were just, the dialogue was just so intense and so heavy. And um, we actually just started kind of improving it. We kind of, we went off the script a little bit and Terry kept rolling. So we just kept going and going and it just, it came out so great. I cannot wait to, to, to do something else with John. 
in the future. Hopefully we can get on some projects together. But um, yeah, Harlow's is amazing. We got picked up for global distribution through Bayview Entertainment. Thank you, Bayview. We love you. That's a big, that's a big pickle. Yes, yes, it's amazing. We are, we, we couldn't be more grateful um, for, for the community and the fan base and for Bayview and, um, you know, just all of the, the different podcasters that have had us on. You, like, we, we're just so grateful for the support. You know, we, we can't do this without that support. So it's, it's amazing. Well, absolutely. And like for us, we, as I said to you before off air, like we've had a lot of indie stars on and a lot of indie movies and a lot of the directors have sent the stuff to watch and review and stuff. So like for me, like, all right, horror is great when it's, it's big budget and it's done right. Fine. Mm -hmm. But you'll find a lot of indie movies do the exact same thing for a lot less money and they, want, yeah. they never get picked up nearly as much. Now it's great. And I brought it up quite regularly over the last while that the likes of Terrifier 2 oh sorry excuse me Terrifier 2 like Smile things like that which were considered indies yeah done so well obviously Terrifier being the, the biggest one of the year yeah I know Smile boxed more but Terrifier 2 ran against Halloween yeah and held its own it sure did and, and I to really me, think that has to me to do I would have had it higher than yeah. Halloween I had it higher on my list than Halloween now I liked Halloween um, which was quite diverse and split people. They loved it, yeah. they hated it. I liked it, yeah. I really liked it. But for me, Terrifier 2 was fantastic. Yeah, they, they really, I really think it stems from the team that they have working behind the project. You know, like I've, I've met a few people on the team and um, the, the amount of passion and detail and uh, love that they put into their projects just shows through, you know. Um, they're not pushing out, you know, 30 projects this year. They are concentrating on making sure that their film is the best film that it can be. Yeah. Um, and then they'll move on to the next one. And that's something that a lot of companies, they don't do. You know, a lot of people want to try and put out movie after movie after movie. And you really see that the, the quality is there. They're not they're not going for, for quantity. So absolutely amazing job to everybody involved there. They're doing it, something right, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah, well, like that's that's the thing though. Like, they've came out, they've done that, and they could have easily went, yeah, let's just roll out another one now while it's huge. Yeah. I don't think we'll see a Terrifier tree probably till next year. Yeah, I think it's it'll probably be a little while longer than that. You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but from from what I've heard and been told, you know, they started doing this like 2019. They started filming Terrifier two. Yeah. You know, the pandemic hit, stuff like that. So it took a uh, quite some time. So, you know, depending on where they're at in the process, which I'm not 100% sure about, who knows if there's a script, you know, it takes a while to write a script. If there isn't a script, then you have to cast it, then you have to shoot it, then post production. Like, there's a lot that goes into making a film, you know, like, so I think it's well, going to be a couple uh, years before we see three. That's my opinion, but who knows? You know, I don't I know what can, they're going to do. I can tell you something now, right? This is just for me. This isn't me having any inside knowledge or spoken to anybody. Yeah. It's, it's a franchise I'm trying to get someone from on, but they're obviously majorly popular at the minute. Um, you will see David Howard Horton come back as art because it's just a given. Yeah, That's I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I completely and agree with that. Lauren Levera has to come back. Has to come back. Um, yeah. For me she was the best final girl 
for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I. Uh, I I agree. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what Damien decides to do with it, right? Like, well, we're going to have to Come on, Damien, get on with it. Yeah. He's so busy, what? though. Like, I'm trying to even get a word in with that guy. You know, like, he's he's very busy. We're, so We're waiting. Hopefully soon. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, my fingers are crossed. I'm going to bust my ass and do everything. There go. I, I said a bad word. I'm sorry. I'm going to do everything yeah, that I can in my want. power to try and get involved, you know? Like, I don't care if I'm in there for a diner scene and I get, I get killed brutally. Like, whatever. Just... Throw me in there. You, Alexa, what are we you, doing? You could be that. You could be that character in the next one. So obviously you had um, Catherine Corcoran in the first one. Um yeah. That everyone remembers. Obviously the hacksaw scene. Yes. Um, the girl who was in the second one, whose name now evades me, which was obviously the bedroom scene. That could yeah. be you. I mean, I would love to be that. I would love take me apart. Let make me eat my guts. I don't care. I will do just about anything. <laughs> there you go. No audition up. needed. Sign yeah. her up now. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. We'll we'll see. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But um, I will do everything in my power to to try and you know network with with people. And if they think I'm right for the film and they think I can do the job, then then I'll get it. You know. So fingers crossed. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need to say? Just. Walk in, don't even do the audition, just be like, I'm hired. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Probably not. How many people but... since that movie came out probably are, but I, I already know because I talked to a couple of, of the people involved um, this past weekend at a convention I went to. Like they, they're so overwhelmed. Like everybody wants to be in the movie now, you know? So yeah. I'm sure they're gonna have much bigger names for the next one too, you know, so. Which I also don't, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. Like they've made their, obviously they made their name. The first one was, okay, the first one was a bit weird. There was no story to it really. It was just intense and it was good. Yeah. Two had a better story to it, was majorly intense and was ridiculous, but it had the cult following from the first one. Yes. So like everyone knew it was going to be popular. I just don't think they expected it to be eleven to fourteen million quid popular. Yeah, it's crazy. And like off, I think it was three hundred and fifty grand. Damien done a hell of a job, and the whole team putting everything together. Yeah. So absolutely, Dave's hit the benchmark for indie movies, and obviously, being an indie star yourself, you're seeing the rewards being reaped to other. Indian movies like Say Yourself there Carlos Hans picked up by Bayview yeah. maybe three years ago that doesn't happen yeah absolutely. because no one wants to take no one wants to take a chance yep they're, they're really paving the way I mean they, they, they have paved the way and they're continuing to pave the way for indie films and you know I mentioned this weekend I was like you know we were watching from the outside we were watching what was happening as not only fans but as fellow filmmakers fellow actors you know, seeing the success that you guys were having and it was effing exciting. Like it was exciting to see that they took that and they did what they did with it and it's being so well received. And it, it was just like elating, you know, like just to, to watch it all unfolding, you know, from the outside. So I can only imagine how it feels being somebody involved in that or, you know, producing it or writing it, whatever, being in it just in general, like, 
that feeling's got to be amazing to know that you're paving the way for other people as well, you know? But like, as it says, you, we've seen it over the years, there's been a few, but never been as majorly successful as as that. Do you know that kind of way? Like, obviously, Halloween at the time was probably going to be considered a, a, an indie movie in the 80s. Obviously, it was John Carpenter and he was doing magic things after that. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen it come out through the years and some of them have held the test of time. Like, obviously, Tob Hooper's um, Texas Chainsaw was one. Yep. Um, and obviously being banned helped them drastically. I know it yeah. didn't, but it did. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we've seen it through the years, and now cinemas are willing to pick up indie movies and go, let's put this in and see where we go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're willing um, to take that chance to have like something we, fresh. So we sat, I got the chance to sit down with um, some of the crew and the cast from the main one. Which was obviously David Howard Thornton again, uh, in the parody of uh, of the Grinch. Do you know what I mean? But that got eight weeks, I think, in the cinema. Do you know what I mean? And that ran yeah. against Avatar. Yeah, that's you know crazy. I mean? Um, so cinemas are starting to pick it up. Um, bigger distribution companies are picking them up for sure now. Yeah. But for the likes of me, over obviously in Ireland. Like we won't see that Harlow's Hunt ever make it to here. Well, Bayview is going to distribute it globally, so. No, but like, sorry, I meant, I meant, say, three years ago, we would have never seen it here unless someone bought it. Yeah, 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 no, you would. No, I, I completely agree. I think that, um, I think they're noticing that people are really receiving just indie indie horror right now, is being received so well. Yeah. You know, it's not cookie cutter. It's not the same movie. It's not the seventh or eighth one of this. You know, I'm not going to call out any movies or anything like that because everybody who's being creative and making them, bless them, and I love them and I support them. One, let's na- let's name drop new. what you're talking about. Yeah, like you know, do people want something new, something fresh, and I think that's what these indie films are bringing, and they really have so much passion into them. It's not just a a big studio saying, oh yeah, let's make number seven. Uh, here's the budget, just get who you can and, and yeah, the script is fine. Like, there's people that are just so passionate about their projects and you can feel that and you can see that in, in, the, in the writing, in the filming, in the actors they use, like it just all comes together and people feel that I think when they're watching, so. Uh, absolutely, and that'll move us on to, as it says in the intro, your next one, who is yes. friend of the show, Jake, um, obviously from the Windigo and every other cryptid movie in the last while <laughs> but uh jake jake kindly sent me a, a screener of the windigo and you can see the passion he has for it um and i'm only i'm trying to think of the right word now i'm very intrigued to see where he goes with the new one that you're going to be in in memory card yes like this, this will be fun i'm sitting here going where is he going to go? What is it? Do you know what I mean? So yep. all we've seen is a, is a picture. And that's it. Yep. And I'm like, that's, well. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want much else. I, no, I, I'm happy enough to just sit, sit and watch. You know, that kind of way. All I can say yeah. is, um, have you seen the trailer yet? The teaser that he put out? Nope. Okay. So definitely watch the teaser. 
um, you can hear my scream in that teaser. Uh, I recorded that for the, for that for him, and it was just like what he did with that. I mean, I just sent him just a cookie cutter recording, and he's just a genius. He put it together, and 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 he got everybody that's going to be in it and their voices doing different things in the teaser, and it just sounds amazing. It is just yeah, he's, phenomenal. He's a very talented uh, filmmaker. Yes. Like, I was like as I said, I watched the Windigo and like how easy that could have went wrong and I'm sitting there watching it going I was literally on the edge of my seat going yes like I have that I have that rated number six of the year for me so far oh wow that's good uh, out of the yeah. 14 new films that I've watched this year that's really good yeah, yeah. so he's like, and I mean I was, he got distribution too impressed. So yeah. that'll be out hopefully soon, you know, just like Harlow's. I'm so excited yeah. for him. He really, he has such a vision and he's very collaborative. You know, he, he likes to know like your opinions on things and you know, how you're feeling about things and you know, what do you think about this? And he'll, he'll give ideas, you know? So he's, he just loves it. The passion for it is definitely there. And like I said before, the passion shows through in the film. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's amazing. As I said to you, I was talking to him before coming on here. He'd only, he'd only nice things to say about you anyway. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we've, um, we've talked a lot. Like I said, he's very collaborative um, and he loves his people, you know. Yeah, I, he seems to be that way. And obviously he's working with other friends of the show where I actually, I, I seen you pop up uh, with Dan Grogan on The Woodman. Yes. Um, I'm not involved in the Woodman. I wish I was. I've reached out to Josh a couple of times. Um, I know he's fully cast, but I would love to, you know, be involved in some way with that. So if he has something open up, hopefully it can pop on. But um, yeah, Dan is really, really freaking cool. And um, he has another actor, Bryden uh, D. Gennaro, and he's amazing as well. So I can't wait to see what's what they come up with um, and, and how then, this plays uh, out. Yeah. And then obviously, um, other friend of the show, Anna Clary, is the other cast yes. member in that. She's I, great. I have not met her yet, um, but I've heard that she's an amazing human being as well. She's so great. I can't wait yeah. To see her. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the two of them. Three of them. Shout out yeah. to all of them. Yeah, the whole the whole <laughs> cast and crew. Like he's he really put together a very strong cast and crew from what I'm seeing. I know that Dan, um, I think Dan and Brian both have worked with uh, Anna in the past on Mutilator Two. Yeah. Um, and they're waiting for the release date on that, which is super exciting. So I, am I. I think I'll even go to the premiere if they do that, like in a theater. I'll 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 go out and meet everybody for sure. There you go. So, I. so I've heard I've heard all about it already, but yeah. <laughs> no, I fucking I, love it. I think it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it looks I'm, good. Like for the, now, for yourself to go into this, um, who's with Jake, obviously a very established. Uh, indie director, filmmaker uh, at the minute did you find it daunting in any way? Obviously I know you haven't filmed anything yet but was was the process tough or is that a Starbucks? It is <laughs> yeah. it is a Starbucks yeah. thank you um, yeah, definitely he, he brought me home a Starbucks <laughs> but, you know, hold on, where's mine? Actually, where's I've yours? Hey, we more Starbucks. I've never, I've never actually had a Starbucks in my life. You haven't had a Starbucks. No. If you get out here to the states, 
we'll do a convention first of all. Let's go to a convention. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be signing autographs at the convention. I'm working on on trying to get a manager to do conventions. So um, he knows who he is, and I'm going to send this to him. Do. Um, so we'll see uh, what happens with that. But if you can get out here, we'll go to a convention, and I will get you a Starbucks. That's a promise. Um, we do have them here. I just up until a couple of years ago, I'd never bought a coffee. Oh, really? So you don't drink coffee? No, I do now. I used to drink. Okay. I used to drink energy drinks all the time, but That's I gave them up. You. I gave them up to drink coffee. That's not good. <laughs> either, is the, either is the price of coffee, but sure look. Oh my gosh, you're you're right because just this little this is a latte, an iced latte, and just this latte is probably like six dollars. It's insane. Yeah. I uh, what do I get? I got a salted caramel frappuccino. Okay. Four shots of coffee in it. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the a lot way of caffeine. It is. About the same as it about the same as a can of Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, it is. But Just it doesn't have all the other like added yeah. fake ingredients, so it's good for you. But um yeah, so like for yourself, how did you go about getting cast in memory card? Yeah, so um I'm on I try and network a lot as much as I can, you know, especially with the pandemic and everything that happened. A lot of stuff is online. So I'm on probably 400 different Facebook pages uh, for filming and TV and networking and stuff like that. And um, I had found uh, Josh's post for the Woodman and I started following the Woodman. And then I started following some of the people that were attached to the Woodman. And then I saw that Jake had posted for a memory card and I sent him over a submission. I sent him an email and he emailed me back and gave me a little bit of information about it. and. Um, I sent him a tape and the rest is history. History, saved yeah. on a memory card. Yeah, it's on a memory card. <laughs> so. um, no, as it says, I, I haven't done the interview with Jake. I've, I've been fairly impressed and I'm, I'm intrigued now to see where he goes with the rest of the projects. Obviously he's told us a little bit of what's, what he has in mind. Um, I'm yes. not giving too much away because I don't know whether he wants it released or not, but. yeah. Um, he's, he definitely has more stuff in the works. Um, he's working on some pretty, pretty freaking cool stuff. That's all I yeah, can say. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some pictures that he's had from behind the scenes and stuff. And like, I'd be intrigued now to see where he goes with this one. As I says, I haven't even watched the trailer, so yeah, I might just I might just wait till it comes out and be like, well, the, the teaser is good. Watch it. But yeah, he's got. I mean, he's he's got some some definite really cool ideas. Like he showed me some of the. The props and stuff i'm not going to name anything but he's uh you better believe he's got more stuff more stuff coming and do we know how long the film is going to be or um i'm not sure yet so that's up to him i guess it depends on how much footage we end up getting that he loves and then he'll he'll make a decision how much he's well, gonna use. It, it, it is a feature film though uh memory card's a short film a short film sorry yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. he's short doing film. a short film with it I think his plan is we're going to do a short film, and if it's well received, we can always um, expand, expand on it. it. Yeah. Which so. I've seen, I've seen, and t spoke to a few directors that have done that. So it's probably a safer way of doing it. Yeah. Um, rather than say blowing your budget on the on the movie and it's not well received. Yeah. The, if the short exactly. doesn't work, okay, it's not the end of the world. But like, if you start making bad movies, like you could fall into that trap. Yeah, absolutely. So this is definitely a smart way to do it. Um, we all get on set. We make make the short, see 
see what people think and and film more if we have to, right? Like you can Ab always absolutely. film more. <laughs> yeah, like you can't take it away once it's out there, though. Yeah, and once it's out there, it's out there. <laughs> no, I have absolutely no fear that it's not going to be crap. I I think it's going to be amazing, and he underestimates himself. Um, so we have to keep you know telling him to stop underestimating himself because he's not a lot you got you got to believe yes you if you don't believe, believe in your if you don't believe in yourself no one else is going to you have to step into your confidence that's what you have to do <laughs> sure that's a good way of looking at it yeah um but what else have you got lined up then as of now yeah so i was um just recently cast in a feature film called doomsday um aaron hawkins film and um i will be playing the lead role of wendy alongside um, Ikeem Bozeman. He's going to be playing Gregario, um, both of our character names. So you can find that film on IMDb. The script is amazing. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but it's uh, the character that I've kind of always wanted to play. Uh, very strong uh, female character. Um, kick a lot of ass, you know? <laughs> so it should be fun. I'm going to be going for tactical training before for film and TV just to kind of make sure uh, I'm, I'm prepared for all the different scenes and stuff. Um, but post-apocalyptic world, there's going to be some cool stuff and you will be shocked. That's all I can say. Um, first time I read a script and I was like, oh my God, did that really just happen? <laughs> so yeah, it was amazing. Can't wait. Sorry. The, um, there hasn't been very many movies in the last while that's actually swerved me. So I'll be intrigued. Yeah. Um, the only one I can think of in the last, probably the last 10 years that's really swerved me was Barbarian. Okay. I have not uh, seen that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh. <laughs> well now I have it, homework. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very good. It was one of the best horror films of the year last year. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at it. Well, no, I, it, I did not. It, do you know what about it? No, I don't know anything about it. Don't don't just go and watch it. It's an okay. hour and a half and it's it's brilliant. Don't even look it up. Just go stick it don't on. Look it up. Okay. Um, but like you'll see when when it gets to a certain point, you'll be like, wow. Okay, got it. Well, I I actually got to sit down with one of the cast there uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was great to sit and have a chat with him about it. Uh, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, yeah, don't don't because I'm I'm intrigued now. <laughs> yeah, um, but what I'll do is when you watch it, come back to me and I'll send you the episode that we have. Okay, that sounds good. But um, I'm I'm always intrigued, and as I said to you off screen, I'm not overly a huge fan of of dystopian um, world movies where it's post-apocalyptic and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I certainly do give them a watch. Not that I sit and go, nah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I do watch I them. This will like be they, very good. It's different. There, there isn't something like this yet. The script is is very, very good. So you will, you will enjoy it. I promise that. Sorry, one po one post apocalyptic world movie that I do like is Rain of Fire. That was a really good movie. I did it like was. that one. Yeah, that was actually the, the filmed. It was really good. It, it was filmed that, well. Yeah. That was filmed in the town where I'm from, Bray. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's That's set in London, cool. but a lot of it was filmed in Ardmore Studios in Bray. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, but 
apart from Doomsday, do you have anything else lined up at the minute? Yeah, so I have a couple things um, that are, I'm slated for for next year, Annihilation, which is going to be um, a limited series that I booked recently. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so those those are the three bigger projects that I have. I just finished um, filming The Secret Mechanic, which is a short film a couple weeks ago, and um, the last part of The Junior Squad. I play Mayor Westerfield in that. So uh, those, those were fun, uh, smaller roles. Um, but just a, a lot of fun to do. But yeah, the biggest one right now is um, promoting Harlow's, obviously, and then um, Memory Card and Doomsday are like the the ones that are up and coming quickly for me. So, um, as I says, what we'll do is once we know anything, when if it's getting released over here, it will certainly pop it out as well. Yeah, or awesome. where to find it. Um, let me ask you a question then: Have you seen Dog Soldiers? I have not. Well, then I won't ask a question. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't okay. seen a lot. I don't I, I don't have a lot of time to sit and watch TV, and I'm still trying to finish Grey's Anatomy. I haven't even done that yet. Um, so I know that the guy, but... the guy, The guy from Grey's Anatomy is in Dog Soldiers. Oh, is he really? Which guy? Because there's a lot of guys in Grey's Anatomy. Kevin, Kevin McKidd. Um, oh, okay. Scottish fella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, the main he guy plays... in Dog Soldiers. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, you gotta send me a list of some things, and I'll try and work on them before our next conversation. <laughs> um, no, that list is just that list is just endless. <laughs> I, All right, send, more, me, send me a top, send me a top the, like five, but I'll work the on. The more, those. the more I watch something, I'm like, oh, and then the more I look at the other side of the list, and I'm like, Jesus, it's just not ending. <laughs> um, and especially it's great because like directors, obviously, and people that are coming on the show send me stuff to watch as well, and I'm like. Yeah. yeah, I get to see stuff before it comes out. Stuff. That's awesome. The the, re, the reaping the rewards of of a of a growing podcast. <laughs> I but love uh, it. before we wind down tonight, um, I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on. Um, thanks for having me. <laughs> absolutely. As it says, we love having guests on because they bring different views to the table. Absolutely. Uh, and then you had your little. Your cat that's now disappeared. She's actually still right here. This is Lexa. Oh. Everybody say <laughs> hi, Lexa. She was a rescue kitty that we weren't supposed to keep, and we. Yeah, she was a rescue cat that we weren't supposed to keep. That was never the option. She was a was foster. It? <laughs> so. That was never going to be the option. Once that cat came in, it was never leaving. Yeah, yeah. She's too cute. So she had a rough go at it. We um we fostered her and her um her litter mates. And um, she went hypoglycemic at four weeks old, and she was in the hospital with a little catheter in her leg. And um, she almost didn't make it. She was in ICU for three or four days. And when she came home, she had round-the-clock uh, care. Will you stop biting me? Round-the-clock round the care. We watched her on, like, a, a video camera to make sure she was okay. And um, we just couldn't, we couldn't give her up. We just stopped her. Right? So by hypoglycemic, you mean she's diabetic? Yeah, so like her blood sugar dropped really low because the 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 um the shelter that had her they weren't feeding the kittens they were she was set to be um, euthanized that day with her her litter mates and the shelter went and picked them up the no kill shelter and dropped them off to us and they were in really bad shape they were very emaciated um, they had fleas they had worms um, just in horrible shape so we were trying to nurse them back to health and they were all you know sick so but she got really sick her blood sugar dropped she got very cold so we took her. Um, they were able to get her blood sugar up and then 
Uh, we put uh, a very specific heating pad and like all this other stuff and she had special uh, medicine and food and she, you know, she's healthy now, obviously, right? But um, you just don't know. They're so fragile when they're that little. Here she goes. Yep, here she goes climbing. They're, they're so fragile when they're that little, you know? Um, so, but she's she's a hoot. Look at her. She's such a hoot. So you're, you're just an all around. So you're a kick-ass actress. You beat cancer. You save animals. Yeah. <laughs> what more can you... Do you want to run for mayor or president or something and no, see what happens? I, no politics, please. I just want to make really good films with amazing people. That's that's what I want to do. Or win an Oscar. That one will work. No, I don't need an Oscar. Really, I just want to make things like I I, I want to you know well, going when I was going through cancer treatment. That's when I actually found Vikings and um to be able to to feel so sick and like in your present body and present present mental state like be able to take yourself out of that state and concentrate on characters and a storyline that someone has created. It was really like the the release for me, you know, like I was able to sit, even though I didn't have a lot of energy and just turn my mind off and concentrate on what they made. And to me, that's what I want to be able to do for other people. That's my inspiration. I want to be able to work on these amazing films or TV series or whatever it will be. And to be able to say, you know, that person for an hour and a half was able to watch something that we we created, connect with our characters, and just turn off that stress or whatever they're going through for the day and just be engrossed in that. That's what I want to do. That'll make me happy. And if I can make a living doing that, I'll be a happy person. I mean, you can't go much better than that to close out yeah. the show, really. <laughs> That's our plan, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, which would you prefer then? Last question before I close out. Okay. Making TV shows or making movies? Um, that's that's a very intricate. Okay. Yeah. Me, making a TV series is a very long commitment, right? So you run for, and I'm going to give you a long answer. So you you run a TV series, say for five seasons, you're going to be filming for five or six years, right? It becomes kind of like a film family, a lifestyle. Um, which can be very hard at the end of the day to leave, but very rewarding to have all those connections and make something that people wanted to see for five seasons, right? Um, so would that be cool? Absolutely. Um, making films, you get to build a very intricate character, have very, you know, especially as like the lead character and in horror movies or whatever, you have very intense emotional scenes. Um, and to be able to build that and have that hour and a half where you can tell an entire story, I think is super cool too. So I can't pick between the two, honestly. I don't know. I, I think um, I think you get to work with a lot more people working in the film aspect because you're working on different projects, whereas in TV, you would be working on the same projects. So they're both rewarding in different ways. For me, obviously I'm not an actor or anything like that. I don't claim to be. I show up here from time to time. Um, I think it'd be movies for me. They hold up better than TV shows do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit and watch... Well, I say I'm not going to sit and watch a TV show from the 70s or the 80s. Some of them I will watch. I rewatch Buffy from time to time and stuff. Yeah. In the 90s. But I'll sit and watch movies from the 60s, 50s, 40s. So you know I mean? I, I, I'll turn them on and have no issue with it. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. I do agree no. with that. If you if you look back like a little bit and and look at everything that has been made, yeah, film. I I think that movies are 
superior more, in that sense for sure absolutely they're more they're more important in terms of well not not that they're more important but they're more important in terms of going back to watch true history because what's been done in early film led the way through where tv shows are so different yeah yeah i agree so it really did pave the way and then tv shows came and it was just like a way of telling a little piece of a story every episode you know yeah. so it's just like a super long movie i think um it gets hard for tv shows when when they change writers and things like that you know because you know we, we talked about a show before we started this podcast that as soon as things started to change the show kind of like you don't get that with the movie you know the movie is either it's a good movie or it's not you know like you either enjoyed the story or you didn't um but to be so engrossed in a story for five six seasons and then something really dramatically change and it just like breaks your heart or it just it doesn't go the right way she's being I mean, um, the, the, the main aspect, the main one of that was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones definitely did change, yeah. The so, last season was dreadful. Uh, the, you know, it had its ups and downs. <laughs> and had no lights. Yeah, you know, I was really disappointed in that because I really feel like they spent so much money on that on that entire fight, right? On that entire battle. And to dim it like that and not be able to see anything was really disappointing as a viewer. Yeah, so, it was dreadful for me. It was yeah. anyway. It, it, that to me would have went down as probably the best TV show ever. Yeah. And then season six came out and you were like, no, you're not even probably in the top five now. Yeah. And and the actors, like, I just felt like I watched the behind the scenes. So and the behind the scenes when, um, you know, Kit Harrington reads that he's got a, um, that he's going to, you know, stab. I've seen that video, car. yeah. And I mean, he's crying. I'm like, oh my God. So you see like TV shows, it's like a family. And then you find it like, oh my God, I have to, I have to do that. You know, like there's, there's just certain things. That's why they're both so, they're both so different. They really that are. Was one, that was one I threw out there. Um, yeah. But what we'll do is, as it says, about 10 minutes ago, I was going to close out. Um, <laughs> uh, so make sure and check out everything that, that Crystal's got going on obviously Harlow's Haunt when we get it over here or if you're listening over in the States to check it out uh, if and where it's available um, obviously we have memory card from Jake when that comes out um, and then Doomsday whenever that's filmed and comes out and every other thing that she's going to be in because no doubt that she's going to absolutely crush it oh thank you so much I really appreciate oh. that um, <laughs> The cat mightn't go with you, but she's going to. I, 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 I have a, I have a feeling you're going big places. <laughs> Thank you. I will have to bring her with for a few things. We'll have to get her in casting as well. <laughs> well, I mean, they might they might remake cats. I mean, it can be, be part of the last remake. Yeah, she could definitely do that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the last remake was dreadful. Yeah, yeah, we 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 could uh, definitely do a little better. I think. <laughs> Um, but this this has been your Friday night ladies and gentlemen uh, I will finish this the way I finish it every Friday night in the words of the great George A. Romero ladies and gentlemen stay scared